Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is the 10th episode of season 13, because we've been doing this for quite a while. It's right near the end of the year. It is right near the end of the year. And you know what that means? It means that I've stopped working. (laughs) No, you're working hard on the Christmas room. This episode, we have something that we've done once before. We're trying to clear our backlog of people who've contacted us about rooms that they wanted to run or that they wanted us to run. And so a little while ago, I ran a room for you, Danny, Mm -hmm. which a fan had sent in, you know, three years ago. Oh, yeah. Do you know what else happened three years ago? What's that? A different fan <laughs> sent in a different oh, no. room for us to run. Not, so I'm going to run that oh one. Oh no, as in, oh no, I don't want to be getting these. Oh no, as in, please don't tell me. It's been three years. It has been. It was sent in. <laughs> it was sent in on the uh, 10th of, oh, it's been almost four years. Oh, it was sent in in January 2020. Oh, that's embarrassing. And we never did it. So if you don't think that we're replying to you, if you've emailed us at any point, yeah, this is what happens. We're just, we're just bad at our jobs. If you think we're bad at our jobs, you're right. This room was written uh, by a fan of the show, Megan Forsthoffel. Or Megan. Or Megan. We've been discussing how universal these Forst-Hoffel? pronunciations are. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> I'm going to say Megan Forsthoffel. Uh, yeah, we always this pronounce room. it Megan here. And uh, I'm very excited to run it. I've had a read through it. I've had a look through. I'd made a couple of tiny tweaks. Just like not so much tweaks, just like wording changes and yeah, things, things so that, that I'm sure that <laughs> if Megan was running it herself, she would do, but was just not fully clear to me. So it's mostly notes to myself of like, this is this and add a little word here that I'm sure yeah, was already yeah. in actual original runnings of the room. And I did a slight change of some art for the final uh, puzzle. I did some some new art, so I, and so I've I made that myself. You're always looking for an excuse to do more art. It's not good art, so <laughs> not really. Last time, you did this by yourself. You played the room alone. Oh wow! Yeah. The time that? before that, we had a guest join you, and <laughs> we're going to bring a guest on again. So we have a returning guest. You don't have faith in me to do this. I have one no alone. faith in you. Yeah, this is fair. But I have all of my faith in. Matt Yule. Welcome, Matt. Oh, hey, hey. How's it going, everybody? Thank long you for no having see. me by. Yeah, long time no see, hardly. It's yeah, been so long. It's, it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Now, obviously, mostly you come on this show with, with Chris Yule, with your brother, yeah. as part of Finish It as a podcast. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I think I don't even I don't even think I need to ask you to explain what finish it is for people at home. It, it, I'm sure they've heard you many times on the show, but maybe give a quick rundown for anyone who's this is their first episode. Okay, yeah, cool. So we, me and my brother, read uh, interactive fiction books like Choose Your Own Adventures, that kind of stuff. We each read a book once a week, and then we tell each other our stories. And that means it takes forever and ever to read the whole thing because we're reading every single page and missing nothing, and we kind of <laughs> get a little. Uh, mad by the end, um, and it's it's a good it's a good time, fun time. With segments and quizzes and goofy songs and yeah, it is a very it's a very very good show. It's great, and you, you recommend sp- everyone start from the beginning. It gives you the full descent into the madness of it all. Yeah, but also it's just very funny. I've yeah, re-listened to episode one. It's a good first episode of a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Minus just... uh, segments and quizzes and stuff. But That's true. That takes a bit to get going. Being dumb for sure. So every episode. We have the same questions for our guests, which is weird because Danny, you've been on every episode, and Matt, we've asked you these questions a hundred times, <laughs> but we'll 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 cover any fun little differences. Which is, it's an escape room show. Let's have some updates on your escape room experience, and the big update is Danny and I and Matt 
have done some physical escape rooms together have since we? last yeah. week. Have we not recorded since we did that? No nah. recordings. At least not on our show. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, we did a couple rooms here in Portland. It was super duper fun. In search of an exit, is that what they're mm. called? Absolutely fantastic escape rooms. World like world class escape rooms in, in Portland. It was so much fun. Had you done I can't remember, had you done physical escape rooms? I think one. At least one. You've done one I think before I did that? one with uh, my wife and her family. Mm. Uh, that was it. Well, you know, now you've done two more with us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've, you've gone out since then and done 800 more all across that's, America. That's exactly correct. I've traveled the country the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Doing nothing but escape rooms. Just escaping rooms, yeah. Your, pa- your family's calling you. Is this Thanksgiving? Where are you? <laughs> I'm in New York. I can't There's talk. There's three escape rooms closet. today. Yeah. I don't want to talk to your mom. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wonderful. And then the other element of the show is it's escape rooms, mix of tabletop role playing. Do we have any fun updates to our tabletop role playing experience that we wanted to share with the world? We've played one session of D and D. We did play a session recently. of D and D the other day with some friends. Mm, that's about it. You were a fighter who was not so successful in a local fighting championship, and I was no. your coach, that's a perpetual fourth placer. <laughs> I finally got to play a character I'd always wanted to play, which was a bard, but in in universe never does any music. There's no music to the bard. All of my like bardic inspiration is in the form of a of a rocky style Quotes coach being like, Come on, speeches. get in there, kid. You gotta duck and weave, get underneath him. Um and that was it. I just played that character for a session, which was great fun. How about you, Matt? I don't think I've done too much. We Chris and I live streamed one time playing Baldur's Gate 3, but I don't really think that counts exactly. Uh, we're kind of gearing up to do something, but not till January. And that's at this bar in our, in my neighborhood that has dungeon masters in the bar and they can run games with you and stuff. It's pretty neat. A place called total party kill brewery. They even have themed beers for events in their games. Pretty nuts. It's super cool that that exists. Mm. Yeah. You literally go and you meet in a tavern. It's true. And it used to be a bakery. So there's this huge like oven that does not work right now. (laughs) But it looks like a, like a for real, like Dungeons Dragons Tavern. It's pretty great. That's wonderful. With that all said and done, I think we're good to start the episode. And usually this is where I say, Danny, take it away. But I have to take it away, mm, which is yeah. Oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, I felt ridiculous coming into this recording, knowing we were doing this today. And just going, I have nothing to prepare. <laughs> this is unsettling. All right. Now, I have, I have two notes. Ooh. One Ooh. from the author of the room. Great. Yeah. One from me. Mm-hmm. The note from the author of the room is, uh, there are some items in this room with, there are like multiple clues or multiple in ways to interact with the items. Okay. Well, um, so good don't necessarily think if I've done one thing with something, we I've won't done throw it every away. Every possible thing. Mm. Okay. And my note is, I didn't write this room. So if I get incredibly confused and tell you the wrong things, you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> I've done, I've, I've read through it. I've done my best, but sometimes it's, it's tough when you, when you haven't written it yourself. Oh yeah. Fair. As I'm sure a lot of our listeners know when they try and run. I can only imagine. Okay, here we are. This is the room, Bluffers Point Lighthouse. It feels like you've been on this boat for ages. Why did you agree to take on a case with the Coast Guard? You hate sea travel. But they're paying you pretty well. You just hope you'll be on land again soon. So, you say to the friendlier of your two Coast Guard escorts, (laughs) got a debrief of the case for me? Well, he says, the light went out a few weeks ago, but Captain Feldman stopped responding to our radio communications at least a month ago. We sent someone out to check on him, 
but he was nowhere to be found. Nowhere? There wasn't a, a note or anything he left behind? Nope. Not a trace. Huh. That doesn't sound like Captain Feldman at all. He had only gotten the position a few years ago, but you've hung around enough fishermen to know he'd become a bit of a celebrity among the sailors of Maine. A bit of awkward silence follows, until your other escort says, Looks like a nasty storm is on its way. I'm not from Maine. I'm from a different place. Mm. You look over your shoulder. He's not kidding. Vicious grey clouds have pushed their way over the horizon. You hadn't noticed them before. They blended in with the choppy waters. You hold a hand over your mouth, trying to keep your stomach settled through the jostling ride. That sounds like me. Not a moment too soon, you see a lighthouse appear out of the fog, and you hear the waves crashing on rocks. It's not the most welcoming sight, but you'll take anything that will get you off this boat. As you step off onto the rocky shore, your escorts have already started to push off. Sorry, man, one says as you look back at them. We can't stay and wait for you to be done inspecting this place. We need to get back before we get caught in that storm. Just dial in to the Coast Guard radio station when you're done. I'm sure Captain Feldman has, or had, one. Uh, radio. Uh, yes. Good luck, the other says. You watch their boat sway off into the distance. You clamber up the rocky shore, covered in a slimy film of algae and seaweed, careful not to slip. You quickly find yourself at the base of the Bluffers Point Lighthouse. You step inside, eager to escape the biting wind, and find yourself on a stone brick landing with a large, fancy three carved into it. Oh. Where is this three carved into? Like the wall? Or yeah. So it's like you've walked into, you've stepped into the building, and yeah. uh, I'm going to say at, at your feet. Okay. The, the stone sort of entryway that you're standing yeah. on. Should I start a big drawing? fancy three. Uh, please, draw, draw yourself a circular lighthouse building. A circle. Ridiculous. I know. But you can make it a square <laughs> lighthouse if you want. How do you even draw a door in a circle wall? <laughs> you just build it. <laughs> There's a bunch of open wooden stairs directly in front of you. It's a fairly narrow staircase. Does it go around and around or does it just go yeah, up and down? Yeah, make it go round and around. Yeah, no. it go around. This is not drawable. What do you mean it's not drawable? You draw a line next to the wall and then you put lots of horizontal next lines. Next to a wall? Yeah, make it just like spiral up or something. You said right in front it. of me. I'm there we go. It's staircase. a question mark. Perfect. As you're taking in your surroundings, a strong gust blows by and the door slams behind you, Yikes. sending the whole place into a grey darkness. Typical. Ooh. You might be stuck here a while, but at least you're on solid land, finally. Mm. You, you suppose there's no better time than now to get started on the case? Oh, that's all we've got. We've just yeah, got staircase and three. And the door and, I suppose, the walls themselves. Oh, wild. I mean, looking for a missing man. Uh, are there any uh, missing man <laughs> signs that we can see? Anything that looks like a good place to start? Like, what if there was a shoe? Maybe it was that guy's shoe. Is there a Riot? shoe? There's no shoe. I knew. I had a feeling there was no shoe. Ha ha ha, listeners at home, they didn't ask about whether there were any socks. <laughs> uh, is there anything on the door that's slammed behind us? It's a sturdy wooden door. It's definitely made strong. You can see from the light pouring in around the edges that the door is pulled slightly past the archway. It's, it's, it's jammed, definitely. You can't open it by hand. Oh, no. Tis but a door, as they say in Maine. Is that a thing they say in Maine? Yeah, those mainlanders. Yeah. They're weird. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I didn't mention this at the start. Do we also need to acknowledge in any way the fact that we were clearly brought here by pirates impersonating the Coast Guard? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's relevant? I'm sure it was the actual real Coast Guard. Okay, is there anything interesting about this three? I'm pretty into this three. It's like a like a big three. It's kind of boxy and very fancily carved. Oh, okay. Interesting. It feels like we're not being left with much choice but to go upstairs. Yeah, I think maybe we should go upstairs. You go up the narrow stairs. Um, they spiral away to the top of the lighthouse. It's pretty dark in this entryway, but the narrow stairway makes it fairly easy to navigate. You put your hands against the wall to keep yourself steady and make your way to the top. Along the way, you feel your hands passing through lines of water dripping down stone bricks. You make it to the top and find yourself inside the lighthouse. It's a circular room. The floor has a large pattern around it. Almost all of the wall consists of windows, except there's a small section made of stone bricks directly across the room from you. So probably on the north side. How funny. On the left side of that wall section, there is a door inset. Ooh, okay. To the right of that door, there is a dresser with drawers. On top of that chest of drawers, there is a mirror and a radio. Further to, to the right of that dresser, there is a bed. And then a little bit in from where the bed is, there is a pair of chairs and a table, as well as a small fridge. On the opposite side, so I'm assuming this is sort of the, the western side of the room. Okay. Opposite where the bed has end, and fridge and stuff has all ended up. On the opposite side is a desk covered in papers and a desk lamp. And in the middle of the room is a great cylinder that houses the giant light bulb. Oh, yeah, I didn't really leave room for that. That makes sense. There is a small panel of levers that sits just in front of that light bulb facing you. The room seems to have acted as Captain Feldman's living quarters as well as his office. There you are. Feel free to investigate. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff now. What's going on. Yeah, we do. Do you want to start with the desk? Makes sense, yeah. Desk had papers on it. Papers are usually a good start. So it's an old wooden desk. It's probably been here for ages. There's a bunch of scattered papers on it. Uh, the only space not covered in scattered papers is covered by a desk lamp. There's also a simple desk drawer with an old brass handle. There's the lamp on. So this is a strange lamp for Captain Feldman to have. It's mm. one of those lamps that has bendable posts, so you could position it in sort of any way you want. The lamp has two shades, has two kind of lamp sections to it, but neither is pointed at the desk itself. Instead, they're pointing directly opposite each other, parallel to the desk's surface, with one side pointed sort of straight to the north wall. Are they honourable? They are honourable. Nothing happens when you turn them on. No. But, but we now are a little bit more in the light than we were. I suppose that's true. That's helpful. That's nice. Are they shining on anything to the north or south? You examine where they're hitting the, the wall to the north, mm. or the, and there's nothing notable that this lamp illuminates. Hmm. Mysterious lamp. And uh, these papers? So they're all covered in sketches, but it's a bit confusing and all over the place. You can't quite tell what they're supposed to be. Mm. Each one is labelled with a date in the top corner. One says February 4th. Mm-hmm. Another March 2nd, then January 9th. 
then they start to get weird. There's an August zeroth. Oh no, that ruins any plans I had. November negative second. <laughs> May negative third. December negative fifth. September negative eighth. And two of them simply say Wednesday and Thursday. Well, no numbers for them. No numbers. Oh no. Well, yeah, that seemed like it was starting out very normal and reasonable and then went wild. Mm. Does that mean anything to you? It does not. I was going, great, fourth letter of February, second letter of March, January, I don't know if it's got nine letters yet. We'll get to that. And uh, now it looks like there was no need to get to that. Mm. Interesting. Anything about the sketches or nothing much to make of them yet? Uh, you, If you knew more about them, maybe if you, you might be able to get them in a, in a sense that makes them seem reasonable, but for now they don't seem to make a huge amount of sense. Okay. Mm. So far this desk has been a big old bust, but there is a draw. <laughs> Let's find out for sure before we're truly disappointed. Yeah. So you open the drawer? Mm -hmm. Or you at least we'll try, try to. Yeah. You try to open the drawer, you grab the handle, give it a pull, and it opens. Lovely. There's a nasty scratch along the bottom of the drawer from edge to edge. It's, it's pretty jagged, occasionally wandering up, sometimes dipping down. There's also something golden on a chain in here. It could be a pocket watch. It's sitting on top of a notebook, maybe used as a diary with the initials JB on it. JB? J -B. I don't know who that is. How many names does Captain Feldman have? Yeah. I mean, at least one. It's Captain Feldman. Hmm. Can we grab the shiny thing? Yeah, you can grab it. What is it? Have a look at it. You try and open it up. Okay, no, this is a, uh, it's a compass. Okay. A oh, simple whoa. gold compass, but it doesn't seem to have a pointer on it. Oh. Just the directions painted oh. around it, each painted in a little triangle. There's a series of triangles going around a central ring, and you see them, or the directions painted on it. Uh, it also has the initials JB on the back. Okay. Does it look like there should be a pointer on it that I could yeah. click in at any point, or does it just look like it wasn't part of the design? Almost looks like it wasn't part of the design. Okay. Hmm. Useless junk. You said there's a diary in there? There is. We should totally read this JB's diary. Are you sure that's not intrusive? It is intrusive, but we're investigators, so it's allowed. That's what we do. It <laughs> looks pretty worn and loved. The cover looks like it could come apart at any moment. The rest looks fairly well kept and legible, however. Can we keep reading it? Yeah, so you open it up and read through, and there's a lot of entries in this diary, and... A lot of strange-looking entries. Ooh. There's uh, scribbles and scratches and sketches and a whole bunch <laughs> of things. The pages are numbered. Some of them appear like they've been ripped out. Mm. But without knowing exactly what you're looking for in this diary, it's going to be hard to make sense of it. Say no more. Are they the same size pages as the papers on the desk? Were they Ooh. ripped out of this? And They don't seem to match the sketches on the desk. Mysterious. Does the handwriting match the sketching on the desk and the dates and things that we see there? Yes. Ooh. Yes, it does. I mean, to the, to the best of your understanding, you, you, you didn't finish your class in handwriting <laughs> analysis because while you were at, in, in forensics That's class, when they debunked, they debunked the concept of handwriting analysis. <laughs> and so you sort of stopped turning up to classes. You did technically get a passing grade, but only because you'd done so well in your initial uh, assessments. But it's been 15 oh, years no. since you were at the academy anyway. But we did good. We got good grades, though. 
Oh, well, other than that, yeah, you did quite well. Yeah. Sweet. Very good to hear. Oh, well, that changes everything. <laughs> Do we need to take a look at these buttons? I don't have much else drawn on the left of my image, so it feels like uh, we throw the whole desk out a window and we look at these buttons <laughs> on the console that seems like it controls the big light. Yeah, let's okay. make the big light go. Do they say is anything the, on the Is the big light stuff? going? Big light is not going. Well, this seems like a problem. Well, should it be? <laughs> You see a ship coming dangerously close to shore. <laughs> oh, no, we should have looked out the window first. <laughs> so you're heading to the panel? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's a large rectangular panel with slightly curved corners. It only has two levers on it. One is labelled L. The other is labelled M. Do they go forward and backward or do they go like side to side? Or do they just go, they're up forward and they go and down? Or they... Are they in the middle and they can go forward or backward, or are they in one side already? The more detail you ask for, the more inaccurate my picture becomes. I know, me too. I'm getting really frustrated with my bad pictures. <laughs> How afraid should we be of messing with these levers? Yeah, do they look scary or do they look fun? They look fun. They don't look that scary. And also, uh, they look very uncomplicated. There's basically, like, you can go between on and off, effectively, for each of these levers. There's not like multiple settings or ups and downs or left or right. It's just activate. All right. Well, assuming that L means light, how many crashes could we possibly cause by turning it on and off again? Yes. Yeah, just turn it real quick. It's Morse coding a letter <laughs> I. I don't think that will confuse anyone. So you're going you're gonna to yeah. pull the L lever? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. The light turns on too easily. You may not be a mechanic, but you're pretty sure that there isn't anything wrong with this light. Sweet. Oh, whoa. Why did it go out? Did, did, did Captain Feldman turn it off himself? Because as the Coast Guard mentioned, it has been off for like a, a couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah. Why would he do that? You, you don't know. It seems to be perfectly functional. The light is now on. So the light went off a few weeks ago, but he stopped talking to anyone like a month ago, yeah? Yes. Okay. Presumably he was still here messing with the light at that point. He just got mad at the world. That sounds like a lighthouse keeper. Yeah. They're grumps. I assume that's why they take the job. Mm -hmm. What do you think the M does? What do I think the M does? You could have a look at the light. I could have a look at the light? That's going to help? You can't no, look right at the light. It's illegal. Let's do the M lever first and see what happens. See yeah, if we let's can find out, the, out. the fun way. Okay. You pull the lever labeled M. You see that the light, which, as you refused to note earlier, has a large yeah. metal cage around it no, that that's how I directs it. the light in different directions... You see the metal cage start to move a little bit. It, it, it begins to move and then it shudders back and forth a little bit. Oops. It looks like it wants to move, but is there something jamming it? It's a mystery forever. Let's move on. Just kidding. Is there <laughs> something in there jamming it? You have a look at the mechanism above the light and you see that there's a piece of paper that looks like it's been crumpled up and jammed somewhere in the, in the gears that, that help rotate the, the metal. What? Uh, it's, it's just a little bit too high, just a little bit out of your reach. It's an impressively strong piece of paper if it's jamming up metal. Ah, uh, you know how gears be. <laughs> Those old, old lighthouse war. gears. Can we take one of them chairs and stand on it and reach it if we have a chair? Uh, yeah, you grab one people. of the chairs. Can we use shoulders? <laughs> no, you, there's only one of you. You grab the chair. Oh, dang it. And you turn the, uh, the M lever off. So that when this yeah, starts up, you idea. don't, you don't, this is, this is an OHS check. This feels like we would notice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit whatever, of a fight. It's not my lighthouse. Uh, it's a bit of a fight, but eventually you, uh, you get it out. It's a page that looks like it's torn out of something. 
The page number five is circled. The writing on the page is too small and it would take too long to read it all. It's quite a compact, uh, been there in escape odd script. <laughs> but you get the gist by scanning through. Uh, it seems to be Captain Feldman nervously rambling. You don't know what he's talking about, but there's some mentions of the FBI and the government. He mentions his duty and following the law. Whoa. For a moment, it gets philosophical, with Feldman discussing the effectiveness of justice and fairness. Then it goes into a childlike tantrum with him ranting at, about it all not being fair. It's about the pirates and the Coast Guard, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Does this look like it came out of the diary? It does. This looks like a page Whoa. of the diary. And if you try and find page five in the diary, you see it is not there. Why is Feldman JB? Why is he writing names? in JB's secret diary? Yeah, right? On page five at that? Unbelievable. Journal boy. Maybe he calls himself journal boy. I didn't consider that. That makes sense. <laughs> we cracked it. <laughs> All right. Well, I... Is there anything Signed, else in this? Captain Feldman. Your journal boy. <laughs> Anything else on this side of the room worth looking at? Should we uh, start walking to other parts of the room? Yeah, let's do that. As we do, can we stare down at this patterned floor? Sure, you look at the floor. It looks like it would be a beautiful floor were it not for the dirt and scuff marks that seem to completely cake parts of it. You can tell there's some kind of pattern around the outside or, and drawn on the floor itself. Uh, but you can't quite piece it together. How much cleaning solution have we been told about so far? <laughs> I don't recall Maybe it's any. a supply closet. Should we check the door and see if it's oh, a yeah. supply closet? That makes sense. That seems, uh, that seems appropriately optimistic. Let's go to the supply closet door. <laughs> so you head to this door in the, in the north wall. Uh, it is a heavy-duty door. Nice. And it's locked. Needs a key. Oh. Do you have that, Matt? I don't, but I bet it's under the pillow on the bed that I drew on the bed. Great. Let's go to the perfect bed. So you head to the perfect bed. It's a typical bed. Perfect. Four, it does have four posts. So, yes. Danny, you've done well with your drawing. It's a four-poster oh, bed. Man. It's got a pillow, sheets. Minimalistic, but it looks comfy enough. We rustle and ruffle. You rustle and ruffle. Yeah. You don't find anything uh, hmm. under the pillow or under the sheets. You have a look right. under the mattress. Yeah. And all you see really is the, the bed frame itself. It's made of strips of wood that are holding the mattress up. They're all stuck into the frame, kind of almost like a, like a log cabin sort of thing where they're not really mm. nailed in. They're just sort of all supporting each other. So cool. they kind of look like you could remove them fairly easily if you needed a wooden plank. Okay. How big was that keyhole again? Uh, it's the size of a wooden plank. Brilliant. What? <laughs> uh, uh, anything scratched or carved into any of these and anything under the bed itself? I don't know how explorey this one is. There's nothing underneath the bed other than seeing this bed frame. Mm. Uh, you do, if you look for scratches, see that all of the bed posts have, I suppose, a line carved around them to make like a full circle line near oh. the top. Um, except for one. One of them, the line isn't fully complete. It, it ends... In a picture, is it's like a rough sketch of a ghost. Oh, what? No. That's weird. We didn't sign weird. on for ghosts. Should we remove this log from the bed and look at it more closely, see if it opens up or anything, or are we afraid of it? I'm too scared because it's got a picture of a ghost on it. It's a little weird. <laughs> Maybe we leave it for now and just remember there's a cool picture of a ghost there. Ah, oh, this seems irresponsible. It does. 
<laughs> Let's remove that post from the bed, if that's doable, and just give it a bit of a more thorough shake-up. While the bed frame parts seem fairly loosely connected, the, the, this isn't one of them. the posts themselves are uh... sturdily structured and, and drilled into the frame, so you can't remove a post. Whatever. <laughs> that's upset me enough that I need to go to the fridge. And it's a small fridge. It's scratched and worn. It looks like it's been here a while. Uh, it has a handle like a fridge would. Mm. Does it look like it has a ghost in it? There's only one way to find out. Oh, let's find out. Can we open the fridge? Let's open the fridge. Oh, yeah. You grab the handle of the fridge and you go to open it. It should be simple enough. It's a fridge. <laughs> yeah. But the handle Don't pops it. off in your hand. Oh. Oh, man. The fridge is still tightly sealed shut. And now there's a flat piece of metal where the handle was. Yeah. It has a small hole in the center of it, Ooh. which you can't seem to match to any of the screws in the handle. It doesn't look like it was used to keep the handle attached. Uh, obviously, the hole wasn't meant for a screw. Do you think it's like uh, something, well, some other sort of handle that we've got to attach in there or yeah. something that we poke in there? I've done that Can we open once. the fridge door without the handle? Like, just pull it open or does it need to... It feels like it's... Tightly sealed. You would expect mm. you could usually open a, a fridge without the handle, but in this case, it, it doesn't seem to budge. Have any of the other handles that we've encountered so far feel like they come off and would go in? No. Okay. Well, good. Obstacles. Let's keep looking. Where to next? We should take the doorknob off the locked door and then use it on the fridge, and that would solve both well, problems. That's what I was thinking. Ah, uh, can't be done. <laughs> oh, man. Table, and we've already used one of the chairs to great effect, but uh, tell us about this table and chairs. So the chairs themselves, they're wooden chairs, they're very sturdy, which you've discovered yourself by standing on them earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, the table, it's a simple wooden table, although it does have an artsy N scratched into the surface of the table. It's an N table. <laughs> <laughs> What about on the underside of the table? Anything there? No, no. You search around the table, under, over, through. Mm. There's nothing there. No more ghosts scratched into the legs? No, anything. not a single other one. Mm. Well, I think I've heard that ghosts hate mirrors, so maybe we should go and look at that chest of drawers that we saw. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful dresser. It has four drawers. Three of them are unmarked, but the second from the top has a nice pattern carved into it. Fish jumping between waves. That's cute. Fish jumping between waves does not strike me with any knowledge yet. Now let's check out the mirror. The mirror is somewhat grimy, but it's still a nice mirror. The frame is wooden and quite decorated, covered in swirls and patterns. The top of the frame, those patterns seem to look like a big swirly W. Hmm, interesting. So we've got a W, we've got an N, I've drawn a 3 that looks a lot like an E. We've got a 5, an L, an M, and a JB. There are letters and numbers all over the place. We've got a compass, that's all letters. And uh, there was a radio on here as well, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so there's an old radio. It, it seems to be playing some random station. It's repeating the same message in a computerised voice. Look for weather, through fog, water choppy, logged reports, stare out. Do you notice anything about those messages, that, that message? No. I do Look notice it mentioned the word log 
We've heard stuff about logs. And that last one, stair out. We do have stairs. Yeah. There's something going on here. And maybe the solution is in the drawers. You want to look through the drawers? Yeah, let's see what we can do. You go through the drawers from top to bottom. The drawers that are unmarked, yeah. uh, they all open. They're filled with clothing. It feels wrong to rummage through a missing man's clothing, especially since you don't have anything that you're actually looking for specifically, so you leave it alone for now. Mm -hmm. The marked drawer, however, it doesn't... You can't open it. It feels like you, you start to pull and immediately it gets sort of caught or, or, or locked, but it, it doesn't feel like it's going to open. Okay. And it's but it like... is like a real drawer. It's not like under the kitchen sink where it looks like a drawer, but it's a fake drawer. No, it seems like a real drawer. Just one. Is there any sort of, you know, people can mess around with drawers, like they open up the one on top and pull it all the way out, now you can get into no, that that's, one. That's a very fair thought, because the other drawers open, but uh, this one, the, the drawers are, like, built into the dresser entirely, so yeah, they know there's, what they're there's, doing. there's wood between each one. Oh. Okay. Hmm, jammed fish. And none of the fish carving with the waves. You poke the fish. Yeah, that's the one that doesn't seem to do anything. Yeah, there's nothing to poke or move or... Oh, no you, you run your hands over it, you try and poke at it, nothing seems like a hidden mechanism on a puzzle box or anything like that. All right. Well, I'm on the plus side, we don't have too many more things that we can possibly look at. How's the view? Check out these windows. Stare out. Exactly. Look for, look weather. for weather. You can see all the way around the lighthouse with these windows. Almost. There's that one section of, of wall. Mostly, you can see lots of water, as well as the occasional rock jutting out. Out in the distance, you can just barely see something red blinking out in the water. Hmm. You also see that the outside area just below the window, there seems to be a balcony as part of this lighthouse. Oh. Uh, but it, you don't know how to get to it. It doesn't look like that's where the top door goes? It might be where the top door goes. Intriguing. Um, and from there, unless we're like looking at the stone wall itself, is there anything to look at with that? It's made of the same stone bricks as the stairway. Great. And how about the stairs themselves? Stair out. Were any of the stairs out? You look at the stairs... None of the stairs are out, because I don't know what that means. Maybe we broke one on the way up. Yeah, you look to see if stairs out means anything. Nothing catches your eye as... Stairs look like normal stairs? They look like stairs. Interesting. All right, I feel like I'm running out of things to look at. Matt, do you have any others that I've missed? Mm-mm. Not that I can think of. These windows don't, like, open, do they? No, the windows don't open. They're all solid glass. They're basically glass walls rather than windows, I suppose. Right. Well, uh, my current fixation is this dirty floor. Yeah, Fair. it is a dirty floor. I want to clean this floor. Now, somehow we got covered in muck and algae on our way up here, and the stairs were dripping. Are they dripping enough water for us to collect and clean a floor? <laughs> there is definitely a fair bit of water dripping onto the stairs. You know, it looks like in some places it's almost like warping the wood a little bit, but not enough that you could collect and clean a floor with. Mm. Wait a second. Wait a second. Matt, what are the first words of that radio message? Look look for weather. N not the, f uh, the first word of every set of instructions that it gave. Oh, look through water, logged stair. You said that, it, that some of that water was going onto the stairs. Uh. Is there a particularly waterlogged one? There's just enough light uh, for you to notice there's sort of five pairs of wooden steps that look pretty soaked with water. Uh, they do look like waterlogged stairs. You 
you peer down into, see if you can look through them into the cracks mm. between the stairs. It's just a little too dark. The light is on upstairs, but I think that metal cage might be in the wrong way because you never turned it back on after you. What? Well, yeah, we fixed it, so now we, should, we can leave it on because it'll just do its thing, right? Let's lever those levers. You head up back to the light, you pull the M lever, and the cage starts to turn. It turns at a somewhat controlled pace. You could turn it back off again to set it. Oh, to, yeah, right, when it's facing you know, to the stop stairs. wherever it's facing something. So you can stop it right where it's, so it's pointing right at the stairs. That's my plan. You notice the way this is constructed, actually, as it turns. Uh, it has an opening on two opposite sides. Mm. So as it turns, sure. the light would be directed in one direction and the opposite direction. Interesting. So mm. as it turns, the light is heading. Much like the lamp with its double shading. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. In fact, when you set it to focus on the stairs, you notice it's facing the, the angle. matching the angle of that lamp perfectly. Crafty. One side facing directly down onto the staircase and the other side facing directly onto that piece of uh, stone wall. Mm. Whoa. So you head down to the stairs to look at yeah. these, yeah, yeah, these yeah. waterlogged stairs. Uh, you look down the cracks between each pair of the waterlogged stairs and you can just make out some symbols carved into the stones below the staircase. Uh, and I have an image of these symbols. Oh, okay. I believe this is the only image for people playing along at home. Matt, I'm looking at the computer at a weird angle, so you might oh, have to oops. do the describing. Sorry. All right, no problem. So there's an image for people uh, at home if you'd like to look at it, uh, but Matt will describe it. All right, I love these. Uh, and I've sort, of I've sort of conglomerated the five images together. Yeah, they're one above each other. There's five five little sketches. The top one is a lighthouse, Definitely. and it's got little, like, when you draw a line to indicate light is coming out. Below that is a boat with a sail. Uh, below that is um, a scale, like the scales of justice kind of scale, you know? It's measuring uh, fleas by the looks of it. Yeah, small piles of, small little teams of fleas on either Unpacked. side, but it's even. And th But the biggest flea has fallen out. Yeah, there's a little flea where it fell out. There is a black dot that matches yeah. the things that are being weighed that is uh, just that are to the also kind of black bottom dots. right of that image. If that's relevant, that is subtle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then below that is an open book. And then below that is like a little rectangle of metal, maybe, with two screws in it, one on the left, one on the right. Oh, they do look like screwdriver head screws. Yeah. You know. Uh, I will say this is a cassette tape looking. <laughs> it looks it's it's a cassette tape, which is clear to me now. Oh yeah, it's just been a while since having a look at one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> unlike a screwdriver screwhead. Um, well, we've seen some of those things. I'm pretty sure we've seen a lighthouse at least. We've certainly seen book. Other things less familiar. All right, well that's curious. Uh, I've had my big revelation. I interpreted the radio. From there, yeah, pretty know, good. Where, where are you feeling? Uh, okay, so the the other light is pointing just at that wall, but is it illuminating anything in particular? So you look at the stones of the wall now that the the light is shining on it, and the light is catching on on one of the stones at sort of the top of the wall. It looks wet and it's a little bit too high to reach. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. We take the fridge and we <laughs> climb on it. Using your trusty chair, now you get a closer look at the wet brick. Sweet. You notice there's a high-pitched whistling coming in around it. The mortar is crumbled and, and loose. 
Is it fingernail diginable? It's fingernail diginable. Hmm. You pull the stone out of the wall. It comes out smoothly. It's, it's been carved out. And inside, you see there is a folded up piece of paper. It's another page of the diary. This Whoa. time, number seven, which is also circled, just like page five. Right. It's a, a back and forth between nerves and excitement. One moment, Feldman will ramble about all the new things he needs to learn about how it's all too much. The next moment, he talks about how thankful he is. Then he gets nostalgic and lists everything he misses, his books, his dog, etc. And then he goes back to celebrating the success of his big bluff. His big bluff? His big bluff. What is that? Did I miss... Is that no, a thing I know about? You don't know, you don't know the context for Except that. Except the title of the room. Faintly relevant. Oh, True. yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to guess he uh, challenged some ghosts to a game of chess. Seems right. That's when you bluff. <laughs> what on earth should we look at as far as all this stuff goes? It's got a lot of objects. Hmm. Okay, fish drawer, table with N on it. So you mentioned the three on the floor downstairs, and there's the N, and then there's the W yeah. on the mirror. So that's a west and then what I drew is the north, and a north and the east, and a east and the south. That makes sense. I understand what you mean. Yeah, the the like, in your uh, current drawing, the W that should indicate west is in the north of the room. You, the, and the N is in the east of the room. East of the room. So it's the, in the right places, but if you've only rotated that is true. Wow. Quarter. That's interesting. We don't have a, uh, anything indicating a south yet, right? Or unless we just missed something on the desk, I guess. Or maybe didn't. If you have a look back oh, at the desk. is that what that squiggle was in the drawer or something? No, that oh. doesn't look like an S at all. But if you start to clear up some of those pages that are sitting on the desk, uh, you notice <laughs> that underneath there is an S carved into the surface of the desk. Okay. As far as we know, does this match what the actual real world directions are? No. Huh. In fact, as far as you know, they don't. What a freak. <laughs> <laughs> And that compass thing we have, is there what what does that look like again? It's just the It's a little handheld compass and it has the markings for north, south, east, and west in the appropriate places on a compass in little triangles around a, a central circle, much like a yeah. compass often has. Uh, but it has no pointer. And there's nothing else on there, just the north, south, east, west. Oh, it says JB on the back. I mean, we've got that mystery note with the lighthouse sailboat scales book and cassette on it. And we've still got all those weird nonsense dates. You do? What could they be that has a zero involved in it? And then also just a random Wednesday, Thursday. So that, like, I could almost visualize it as change. Like, you go forward four, forward two, forward nine, don't change. Then back two, back three, back five, back eight. Is it going to be worth my while writing out... The numbers of the months. It may well be. It often is in a puzzle. Mm. <laughs> so, like, February 4th, I've just got 2-4. Then March 2nd, 3-2, negative 2, or minus 2, 5, negative 3, 12, negative 5, 9, negative 8, W-T-H. Mm. What the hell? So, obviously, by themselves, that doesn't seem to make much more sense than the original thing. Unless it's a really large subtraction, like 24,321,980. minus signs. There can be lots of minuses in one maths equation. There could be, I suppose. Minus 2, 5, minus 25, 
minus 312, minus 59, minus 8, Wednesday, Thursday. I suppose. It's perfect maths. And like as subtractions, they do work. Like 11, minus 2, 5, minus 3, 12, minus 5, and 9, minus 8, they work. I suppose I'll write down what they give me, but I don't know if it helps. 9, 2, 7, and 1. These are more numbers, all right. If can we well, now prior nap? Can we if we start messing moving the pages around? Can we figure out what the picture is, or do we need to figure out the no, numbers? No, yeah, you'd, you'd have to kind of figure out how to put them together to see what it all is. Yeah, they are not in month order as we've gone through them, just as we found them. Mm. I I don't know if I see anything if I rearrange them because it's not like there's a first month, second month, third month, fourth month. We don't have a fourth month. Oh, yeah. So, like, should I make the first one a six and then a five and then a ten and then an eight? Still just gives me numbers that I don't know what to do with. So what have you just done? I just took the first ones and they didn't have minuses, so I just plussed them instead. I don't think I've got a plus symbol, but it's the opposite of minus, so worth a shot. And so, yeah, now I've got more numbers. What numbers do you have? Six, five, ten, eight for those ones. And then nine, two, seven, one. I'm missing a three and a four. Does that mean the Wednesday and Thursday correspond to three and four in some manner? Wednesday and Thursday being three and four makes some sense. It's not unreasonable, but... Those days of the week. Sure, but why would it go oh, up to ten start, if that's if the case? If you start from Monday. True. <laughs> that is true. But everyone knows in Maine they start on Monday. That's why they call it Monday, <laughs> Maine. As well they should. So now, if we consider the Wednesday and Thursday three and four in that order... We have basically the numbers 1 to 10, not in order, but they may, that's the order that we should be examining them in some fashion? You give it a try. You take the sketches and you sort of put them all from order 1 to 10. September the negative 8th would be number 1. Yes. So you place them in the order September, the September sketch, then the May, the Wednesday, the Thursday... March, February, December, August, November, January. What a ridiculous yeah, order. But now that they're in order, they, you sort of see the similarities between these images a lot more clearly and, and how they change from one to the other. It's, it's almost like a sort of a 10-page flipbook. Oh, okay. Yes. Love a flipbook. <laughs> uh, you flip through it and you sort of see what each of the sketches show. It's a boat that gets closer and closer. Oh, no, that's uh, not what a lighthouse wants. <laughs> it's a boat slowly getting closer and closer, and as it does, you start to see a small group of people on it pointing at you. Whoa. At the very end, letters begin to appear on the boat, Whoa. one at a time. First R, then H, then O. It spells out Rhode Island Coast Guard. What? Wait, that's a lot of letters. Hmm. So I suppose it's a probably more than time. there must be a few sketches each with these dates on sure. them to get to get enough pages to make this appear. One it's a magic time. sketchbook. It's a magic That's sketchbook. True, I am getting magic vibes. It spells out Rhode Island Coast Guard. That's Rhode Island, but a little near Maine, I guess. Yeah, you're off the shore of Maine. Why? Why would the Coast Guard send people from Rhode Island out here? You start wondering about your escorts, and now that you think about it, their uniforms had Rhode Island flags on them. Huh, maybe they're just I filling know in for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so this got you a little bit more information about sort of a meta mystery, but nothing actionable in terms of the room. I mean, and based on uh, where I started with the whole piracy thing, I'm not surprised by this at all. Yep. This makes perfect sense. But, okay, frustratingly, 
We did a lot of work and we got some good story, <laughs> but not a next move. No. Which thing should we be looking at? Is there anything weird about the handle that we pulled off the fridge? No, the yeah. fridge handle, there's nothing odd about it. It's got some, like, weird crud on it. Yeah, everything in here seems to have weird crud but, on it. But you, you realise, actually, that came off your hands. Yeah. Um, because of the, it's kind of like that, you know, that old leathery, like, book grit? Yeah, it's nasty. Because uh, you, you got it off that diary. It has that cover that's just completely coming apart, and it looks like it's coming apart onto your hands mm. a little bit as well. Nasty. And I feel like you're telling us this for a reason. Yeah. But I, I do not. Diaries. I do not know why book grit could be useful to us. <laughs> That's a tricky one. Yeah. I guess. Can I look we... at the diary cover with a bit more intensity? Yeah. yeah. So you look at this diary cover, and and uh, yeah, the the yeah the cover looks really worn, like it could fall apart at any at yes. any moment, like a thick cover as I, well. I do recall you saying that, and I thought, well, yeah. that's books that you read a lot. That that's very normal. But now you're saying it again. Yeah, you poke at it a little further and yeah. it, it feels lumpy. And there might be... Should we make it fall apart? You yeah, let's make it fall apart. You tear it apart. You tear oh. the cover Whoa. off the book. Apart, <laughs> and you notice that, oh, a, like a key falls out of it. Ooh. Sweet. That's actionable. Well, okay, you say key. It, I mean, it definitely looks like a key, but it doesn't seem to have all of the, you know, the, the hooks and the nooks and the crannies of a key. It's... Kind of just a straight stick, like a little metal Good. rod. Even better. Yeah. We can get into the fridge and get some nourishment. Yeah. I poke <laughs> it into the fridge hole. You poke <laughs> it into the fridge hole. The fridge opens up. Great. It looks like it clicks in, turns, and, and the fridge unseals. And now you can Sweet. just open it with your hands as normal. Inside you find tuna, water bottles, some pickles. You, you hope. There's this... The stuff hasn't been in there a while, so hopefully it was meant to be a pickle when it went in. <laughs> and at the very back of the fridge, in what must be a terribly unsanitary habit, floor cleaner. Oh, I was just going to use the water for that. Or the pickles. <laughs> pickle yeah, water is pickle pretty brain. good. Uh, did Captain Feldman go senile? You're starting to think this might just be a case of an old man getting too old. Uh, sad, but a realistic theory, I mm. suppose. Uh, but yes, there is floor cleaner back here. We should totally clean the floor. Yeah, just in case sense. he comes back while we're snooping around. It's true. Brilliant. It'll make up for all the upsetting thoughts we're having about. You it. pour some cleaner yeah, onto the floor. <laughs> you pour some cleaner onto the floor. Congratulations! You've made a puddle of floor cleaner. Excellent. Yes. You realize, however, the floor cleaner doesn't clean on its own. You've got to put in some elbow grease. What can you? Bedclothes. You know what? Ideally, it was going to be clothes from his dresser, but bedclothes is perfectly <laughs> fine. You grab the sheet and the pillowcase and you and the clear off the floor. What are, what are spare sheets for? You don't replace the sheets on your bed. Yeah, you just you use it to clean the floor and throw them in the mm -hmm. bed. One for cleaning. You clean the floor with the sheets and floor cleaner. And after all the grunge is cleared off, you can see that you're right. There is a pattern stained into the floor. Nice. There's a sort of a a dark circle that has a picture of a key inside of it. Uh, and then on the outside of this circle, there's a bunch of triangles pointing outwards from <gasps> this circle that has the key inside. You're pretty sure it's supposed to be a compass? And mm. you, you, yep, yes, that does match the design of the compass that mm. you've had this whole time. Yes. You notice something else that doesn't match, though. Uh, on the ground, there's a large sort of oblong shape, like a big rectangle with, with, with rounded corners which is what I picture when I say oblong. I, I'm assuming everybody does. 
Uh, and it's got sets of what sort of hash marks inside of it. Uh, from left to right, they're grouped together. Four hash marks, then two, then two again, then two again, then four, then two, then four. They alternate between four lines and two lines, grouped up in this rectangle. Rect angle. That's curious. So clearly this goes with the compass and now it's just, does it just go with the compass or is there something else that it goes with? Like oblong brick with hash marks and numbers yeah, on it. Yeah, it's sort of a, a, like a rounded rectangle shape. I remember the levers had the rounded rectangle. Oh, did they? Because yes, that's what I the, drew. The, the panel that the levers was on was... Yeah, it actually looks like a very similar shape. Possibly even the exact same size. Oh, interesting. That didn't occur to me. Okay, how do we 4222424 with the lever panel? Yeah, you've got four lines, then two lines, then two lines, then two lines, etc. Just going to be like flashing the light that many times? That feels like not impossible, but... I don't know how to flash a light four times and then pause long enough to flash it two times. Yeah, not knowing how long you'd have to do between it and the fact that they're separated is a little tough to go four, two, two. We can we can make it spin around four times. And this is also true. It yeah, it is hard because there's not much to do on the panel. There's just like an L lever and an M lever. Yes. Yeah. But we've been given some pretty clear indication that it's relevant. Uh, what happens if we, uh, anything happen if we bring our compass closer, we hover it around, anything magnetic going on there that has any sort of effect? The compass doesn't seem to interact with the panel in any way. Mm. Um, and in fact, the two designs on the floor seem to be on opposite sides of the, of the floor rather than like right next to each other, for example. Feeling like it's telling me I got to smash the compass and I don't really want to do that. Should I want to do that? You, you, you sort of jiggle the compass a little in your ear and you can, it sounds like there's something in there, mm. but... You know what? You can try and smash it. It doesn't smash. Yeah, I'm not that good at smashing um, stuff. But yeah, you you kind of rattling your ear a little, and and you notice it's there might be a key in there, but there's definitely other interesting mechanical things going on in there. Mm. You also remember something when you were cleaning this this section of the floor that over this compass pattern there was it's sort of in the northeast section of the room, a little just a, a touch north of the light. Uh, and it looked like there was a bunch of extra grime here and some algae. They're sort of almost like th there was like uh, algae and water and, and, and dirt that had coalesced more here than in some other places, as if someone had been standing here for a while. Well, fair enough. There's a balcony door there. You leave that open, all the grime's going to get in. Mm -hmm. The mirror was also kind of grimy. Can we do any cleaning of that? No, you can't. It's, it's, it's quite high up, the mirror. What? Um, it's, on it's on top of the dre dresser. Oh, I thought it was removable and like holdable. Yeah, you can. You can get but you know, you reach up to get it. It's hard to clean. If this you, dresser is a lot taller than I imagined. Yeah, if you pull it down, you could probably give it a clean, but nothing much happens. Okay. Stretch up to get it back on top of the dresser. We have two things floor pattern wise. Now, just yeah. to clarify, did it feel like those two floor pattern things, the one that looks like the compass and the one that looks like the panel, did it feel like those were Connected to each no, other. No, they, in the they seem panel? like two separate ideas. That okay, you've that's something at least. So, as far as the compass one goes, and so we've got a compass. You have a compass. That doesn't point anywhere. We've got this floor design that matches the compass and indicates that a key is going to happen or be required at some point with this. We have 
some extra floor grime in the north of the room, which is where we found a mirror that said west, or so presumably. The floor grime is basically where that image was on the floor. Right. Like, so it almost like someone had been standing there for a while. Okay. Cool. So they had been standing on the compassy bit. And yes, we also have these objects that found around the room that have potentially these letters of north, south, east, and west on them that mm. were not actually in the north, south, east, and west. They corresponded to it if we turned 90 degrees, though. Yeah. So we go up to that grimy spot where we found the picture of the compass. We've got our compass. I mean, I guess we can look at it, like hold it in the direction that the room with yeah, the letters Yeah, you, you try and sort of take it and point it so the north is facing the north and the south is facing the south. You also notice that the, the mirror is, is sort of high up to the west and the, and the east symbol is on the level below you. Oh, so we tilt it? Oh, yeah. So you sort of tilt it at a strange angle so that it's pointing almost up towards the west one and, and down towards we the east We left the light one. on. We're going to get blinded by this thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you tilt it enough, the light shines off into your eyes, you, you're blind. So you'll have to do the rest of the room pure audio, uh-huh. which will be a, a, Wild. a completely different experience. And once you get it into that exact layout, it suddenly, click, you see something inside, it pops open. And inside, there is a small key. Okay, we have key. Does it look like key to door? It does look like key to door. Key open door door. to. Key to door open. Balcony. Pull door. As you pull the door open, you (laughs) notice there's something fluttering around caught in the hinges of the door. Ew. Is it a ghost? It's a ghost. It's another page of the diary. Same handwriting as all the others. It's page number one, and that one is circled. On this page, Feldman seems incredibly calm and hopeful, He goes on and on about his dreams for the future, the peace and freedom that he feels up in this lighthouse. A lot of the entry is Feldman simply appreciating the view. At least someone enjoys being out here. Stepping outside, you discover a wraparound balcony. Now that you're a little closer to the ocean as well, you can peer over the balcony and get a better look at that red dot in the water. Uh, It seems to be a boy. Uh, And you can see it in a a buoy. To, a to buoy to, to some you. people. Freaks in different countries who have slightly different pronunciations of words. A buoy or a buoy. In the, in, uh, you can see more detail on it from here. Um, and also you can look down and you can see the, the shore of, the, of where the water meets the shore. Right. Um, and there's kind of algae all covering that area. And also there's something else. There's a shipwreck oh. right in front oh, of you. Oopsie. Well, yeah, this was awkward. Someone yeah. dropped the ball here. So yeah, those are a few new things to look at. All right, tell me about this red boy. So the red boy... In uh, the water? Is in the water. And he says, I'm a little demon, how are you? <laughs> uh, the red boy, uh, it's, it's mesmerizing to watch. It tilts to the right, then dips down, then it tilts left, then it bounces up, then it sort of straightens out, and then repeats. A fairly repeating pattern. And now that you're outside, you can see more detail on it. There's a logo on it the U.S. Seaboard of Maine, and below that logo is a picture of a fish jumping out of a wave. Oh, that's interesting. Uh. Wait, how did this thing bob again? It went tilt right, then dipped down, then tilted to the left, then came up, then straightened back out, and then started again over and over again. Now, I don't know how to jiggle a drawer like that, but I feel like I'm being told how to jiggle a drawer. Yeah, we could jiggle a dresser. You go to the dresser, and you find the door labelled with the same label as this boy, and you jiggle it. In the exact method I just laid out, <laughs> tilting right, pulling, yep. going down, then tilting left and up, then, then straightening out, all that sort of stuff. 
you push an angle, etc., etc. And once you've done all of this, it opens up easily. Excellent. It slides we've, we've straight all got out. We've a draw that you got to do some weird trick to. And inside there is a whole mess of things. There's a driver's ID, a passport, both of which have the name Jonathan Bunham. But the picture looks like Captain Feldman. What? As well as some money, some old pictures, a couple of drawings that look like they've been made by a young child. And there's another page of the diary ripped out. Uh, This time page three, and the three is circled. This page has an incredibly cocky tone. Feldman was definitely feeling an abundance of confidence. He talks about the FBI, something about written confessions and audio tapes, and a fellow witness he convinced to talk. There's also a small section about threats, but then he talks about special protections being put in place. He was the pirate all along. (laughs) I don't know how I didn't see this coming. Well, that was exciting stuff. And we've still got a bunch of things outside. Right. Well, you know, the shipwreck is kind of substantial. Is there anything else just about the general outdoor setting? Uh, look, you, you can see that the coastline covered in algae. Um, yeah, right. It's, it's a line of algae slime that's being pushed up onto the rocks by the waves. It's like a jagged sort of line staggering up and down, likely due to the choppy waters. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I have feelings about that. Does like, that look similar to the crack in the drawer? Looks yeah. very similar to the crack of the drawer. They actually what? seem to follow the exact same path, almost like the crack in the drawer is a diagram of the coastline. All right. I know what I have to do. I take some of the <laughs> algae from my hands that I found on the way up and I smear it in the drawer. Don't worry. It's fine. Nothing. Ha- now you have an algae drawer. That's okay. No, you can't. Cool. There's nothing. They definitely seem to match, but. Not in a way that makes you go, ooh, a puzzle that I've solved. More like Pretty there's curious. a connection here that might help you later. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think it's... Shipwreck o'clock. Yeah, no, there's no way to put it off. You, you finally stop averting your eyes and you look upon the shipwreck. Sure, sure. <laughs> it was hidden behind the wall, but now that you're outside, there is no missing it. It's a bit of a strange boat. Uh, there's four masts, but they aren't lined up like a normal ship. Instead, they're, they're almost like in a box shape. They make like a... Uh, there's four of them in, almost like in a rectangle shape. I don't know enough about ships to know how abnormal that is. I'll take your word for it. Three of the four are definitely weathered. It's, it's a wreck after all. Uh, but they look stable to ho- enough to hold up what's left of their masts. The fourth, however, in the top left, it, well, it has a crack all the way around. It looks like it could split open in any minute. Hmm. And another curious thing, you can't seem to see a captain's wheel anywhere on the ship. That's good, because I certainly didn't draw one. Well, good, because you can't see one. What can we do with an about-to-crack sail? I mean, we have been told about that we had a suspicious picture of a sailboat, but I'm not sure how to engage with that just yet. As you move, as you lean forward to get a better look at the ship, you notice that you, standing in front of the, the, uh, the door, had been blocking some light that was coming out through that stone that you removed earlier. Oh. If you remember, the, the, you, you pulled a stone out of the, out of right, the wall. Right, we were shining light right on it. So you, the light is shining onto the shipwreck. So you, you scooch aside a little and you let it shine down onto the ship and you do notice something. The, the stream of light uh, lands right at the bottom of that top left post, top left mast. Okay. And there's an image of a man? It appears to be some kind of trick of the light. It definitely looks like some kind of... Ghostly captain. Ghost. He seems to be stuck in a loop. He 
continually turning a, a steering wheel. Uh, he does one full rotation clockwise, half a rotation back, just over and over again. Clock, full, full time clockwise and half back, clockwise, half back. Hmm. I think we Aww. should go to the bed and do that to that ghosty posty. Oh, that's interesting. Does ghosty posty rotate? You go to the bed and similar to some kind of bed knobs and broomsticks <gasps> style post, it does seem Brandy. to have a, the top can rotate a little bit. You start to turn nice. it, you turn it clockwise and then half back and then clockwise and half back and then clockwise and half back over and over again. And it becomes looser and looser. We Eventually you. it comes right off. The post is hollow inside and you can see a rolled up piece of paper. Excellent. The page number six is circled. Scanning through this one, you can hardly understand anything Feldman is saying. There are way too many mentions of conspiracy theories for your comfort. Every few sentences, he goes off on a tangent and you lose his train of thought pretty quickly. There's lots of talk about boats and radio chatter. The whole page is the written version of like a red string clue board that <laughs> crazy people have in their basements. Well, that's all. Just another, just another diary note. How many have we got so far? Got one, five, I think. One, three, five, six, and seven. Okay. All right. Well, that was certainly intriguing. But where to next? We got those hash marks on the. Oh, you're yeah. right. I'd forgotten about those already. What do Could they be, mean? If there's two levers, is four like do do both levers two times? You know, like clonk clonk, and then. No, That's no, no. It is look. It is true that you've got two letters. You've got two levers, one labeled L, one labeled M, and then all yeah. you've got to 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 kind of figure out how to interact with these is four little hash marks, little straight lines, and then a series of two little straight lines, and then two, two. They're just two or four. Is there any way that we should correspond the numbers two and four with these levers? Is one of them labeled with a two and the other a four? I mean. Really, the, the levers are labeled in the most Just simple, L and M. the simplest, like, geometric oh, L and on. M you've ever seen. Now, L does take two lines to create, and M does hey, take four oh, to create. Look at that. Hey. So maybe it's something <laughs> like, like it. that. You, you try with that understanding that, that the M is the four and the yeah. L is the two, and you take the levers... I look like a person, you know how in uh, TV shows you can always tell when someone's not typing because they're just, yeah. you know, I feel like that's what I'm doing when I move levers like this and the left one, the right one, and then the left one three times and then the right again. Exactly. So look, you've got to be a little careful. It's, it's kind of disorienting because as we've already figured out, the light works perfectly. <laughs> it was kind of odd that the Coast Guard told you to, that, that, or said that they sent someone in to inspect this place after he'd gone and check out on the lights because... They didn't find out that the light was working. I mean, I, mean, I guess mm -hmm. that's why they're Coast Guard, not detectives. But <laughs> it, is, it is purely functional. So you get a little bit of like a flashing light going on. But you go M, L, 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 M, L, M. And you... This is so much multi-level marketing. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you hear a loud click. And the front of the panel swings open. Oh. <laughs> the levers fly out of your hands. Um, <laughs> the lighthouse falls over. There's a small compartment in this panel, and it holds Sweet. a book titled The Mysteries and Mirages of Maine. M, M, M. All right, is this a readable book? It is. Espe in particular, if we need to know what we're looking for, anything about ghost pirates? 
you <laughs> flick through and oh, you do see there's something about ghost pirates. Hell yeah. And it's also set here in Bluffers Point. Do they disguise themselves as Rhode Island Coast Guard people? It catches your eye almost immediately. The ghost captain of the post ship 1903, Bluffers Point. You never knew this place had a ghost story. The passage, oh, it looks as if some letters have been scratched out of it. No, no but, way. But you can read it fairly easily. Yeah. Um, could you read uh, this passage? In italics here? Yes. Okay, so yeah, there are a couple of like hyphens to indicate missing letters. I'll do my best mm. to fill them in. So, upon... I'll make an at when I'm filling in some letters to the best of my What letters do you fill in there? Uh, the P. Uh, on the craggy rocks of Bluffers Point sits the sand wreck of the post ship, tattered and abandoned for years. It is considered one of the most unique naval structures known, and it is an on-erring debate as to how it functioned. It has been said that the crew, doubting the uh, abilities of the boat and its captain's sanity, took off in the middle I of the your sanity. Oh, how am I going to do this one? Of the night. Night with a tree missing? Yep. Yeah, sure. Leaving the sleeping captain to crash into Bluffers Point and drown. Many locals say to hat in certain light, the captain can still be seen to this day. Rying to fix his demise, standing at his wheel to steer his ship away from Bluffers Point. I think I made that perfectly clear, but just in case I didn't, I'll go through the words that had missing letters. The first word, which I am taking to mean upon, had a missing P. Following that, uh, possibly the word sad with a missing A. From there, I'm going with the word ongoing, missing a G. Functioned, missing an E. The, missing an E. Captains, missing an I. Night, missing a G. A real painful one. That, missing an H. Also not great to try to say. And uh, trying, missing a T. Which, fortunately, if we just write out those letters, seem to say something. And what is that? Page eight. Now, I feel like we did not already find a page eight. Does the diary still have its page eight in it? You go to your diary. Great question. Well, it's not my diary. You go to your diary. My diary and is on in page good eight it says, Dear Diary, I'm a bad detective and I hate the ocean and oh. I don't like coast guards oh, no and things. Oh. Uh, on page eight of <laughs> JB's diary. Yeah. Well, you see, it's covered in in tiny oh, this is I'm gonna preface I'm gonna preface this, everybody. I'm gonna skip leave this in the episode. I really like what's coming up. I think it's really fun. It's covered in tiny lettering from top to bottom, and it's pretty mundane stuff, like records of tides and boats and mechanical checks on the light. Wasn't that great, everybody? I love it. No, that's not what I was talking about. When Captain, <laughs> What Captain Feldman ate that day, observations or dreams, amidst all that scribbled chaos, however, there is something that catches your eye. It's a boxed-off section titled Missing Me? And it consists of six lines. Would you like to swap off reading them? Maybe, uh, Matt, you can start. Huh. This is Number one. This is awfully weird. When you're sick, you're aging quickly. Examine yourself in bad jams. Give cozy vibes, please. Number two. Keep up the good attitude. Every time you excitedly jive, you make me smile big at your zany quirks. But no flexing. Number three, always stay cautious with your wits about you. Ask Zach 
Vast fog and damp can jam your fox quills. Number four, be on watch for any vexing tides zooming up rocks. Just react quick. Number five, you can always be more specific, except when zeroing in on quiet ghosts and dangerous jokes. Number six, you can try all you want, but zilch is simply a box of vain nothing. Quitting is kingly if his crown is a jar of dirt. So, very nonsensical sentences. Yes. And yet when I saw the words excitedly jive in the second one, I got a faint idea and I haven't tried it out yet, but oh. I, it, it, the wording is so bizarre that I feel like it's not a bad idea. Did you get anything from this, Matt? I liked the phrase excitedly vibe. I also like cozy vibes, but no, I got nothing. So it was called missing me. There yeah. are a lot of letters here, in particular, a lot of uh. the less common letters. The good Scrabble ones, as they're known. <laughs> but I wonder if there are cert- if these are pangrams missing some letters. Like, all the letters of the alphabet minus one or two. And for people at home who don't know, yeah, so a pangram is a sentence that has every letter of the alphabet It's a quick brown fox. It. Quick brown fox, some sort right. of lazy dog. Sphinx of, Sphinx of quartz, obsi- judge quartz. my vow. Yep. They're all these sentences that have every letter. Well, that's interesting. Well, why don't you try it out? Does... does does right. one have every letter? Matt, you try your first sentence. No, I'll try my first okay. one together. No. Do you, Danny, it's an We've audio medium. save medi- time. Danny, it's an audio yeah, medium. Please do the first one together. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Aging. It's got an A. Does it have a B? It's got a B. It's got this a C. This could take a while, you see. Give it a crack. Just for one. C, D, I don't B. see a D. Okay, that's a good D? start. Do you not see a D? I don't see a D. In the first sentence? I don't see a D in, in the In number one? You don't what see you a D? What are you talking about? Yeah, I see a D. There's a D in bad. Yeah, that's bad. bad. Okay. There's an E. F. I don't see an F. Do you not see an F? I don't see an F. I don't think there's an F. Yes, yourself. Dang it. No way. Are you kidding? Examine yourself. G. Yeah, give. you really do need to. H. When. Quickly. I. J. Jams. K. Quickly. L. Quickly. <laughs> M, examine, N, examine, <laughs> O, yourself. Cozy, yeah. Q, does this one have a Q? Quickly. Ah, oh, yourself, S, yourself. T, oh. is there no T? Is it T? What's the likelihood a sentence doesn't have a T? Surely there's a T in there, so. <laughs> no. Wow, that's a whole lot of words for there not to be a T, and there's just no not notice that there's not a T. Wow. Now, just to be clear, U is there, V, vibes, W, when, X, examine. Examine, yes. Y, U, Z, cozy. Okay, it was just T. Okay, that just one missing. every letter of the alphabet other than T. But now so now you understand at home what's going on. But now yeah. here's the problem. <laughs> We've got sentence number two, which is labeled with a two. Are there going to be two letters missing? How uh, like, how hard do we have to work for each one? Or now that we know that sentence one had one missing letter, is it all going to be one missing letter? Why don't you find out? All right, we got to work hard with question two, I, I guess. I started working. There's no H, so now I'm going through the rest. Okay. What did you say there was none of? H's. There's no H in two, is there? You sure of that? <laughs> no, I'm never sure of that. Uh, the, it's got the yeah, word there's the. there's no H. It's got the word the at the start. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is so hard. This is my job to be like, oh, really? Wait, we're counting the word the as a word now? <laughs> K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S. 
U. V. v. I'll just stop there. It feels like it has all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see a W. That's good. That yeah, can go after T. There is no W in, line, in sentence number two, or a couple X, sentences. Why? But okay. there are an X, Y, Z. So, okay, that was only one letter. Maybe it is only one letter per thing. I will be happy with that if that's true. A, B, C, D. Oh, I don't see an E. Have they managed to do no E? I like that. That's really good. Lovely. I, J. Maybe no K. G in four? No, there's a G. Maybe. Oh, you don't think there's a V? A G? What about vexing? <laughs> Fool. <laughs> you looking at four now? Yeah. Yep. Could go back you to found the three, J. but okay. L? L? I don't L? see an L. I don't see an L. Oh, good. I'm going to guess. If, with only six letters, that feels like only one word, so I'm guessing I know what it's going to be. Yeah. But let's double check. Do we see a V in number five? I don't. Beautiful. And do we see an E in number six? Two different sure lots don't. of things without E's. Dingity dang. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you know what they say, Danny. You can try all you want, but Zilch is simply a box of vain nothing. Okay, 12. Does this mean we go to page 12 of the diary now? You can head to page 12 of the diary. And I just wanted to say, I really love that puzzle. That's really good. You turn to page 12, but it's missing. Rude. Well, I mean, half of it is. The bottom half of the page has been carefully ripped out. And on the remaining top half, Captain Feldman rants about some rock alcove that he saw at low tide. He wanted to check it out someday, said it would be a nice place to rest and watch the tide come in. In the right corner, where the page number would be, if this was the bottom of the page, there's 26 equals Z, written neatly. That's reasonable enough. There's also a poem just before the tear line. Ooh. It's titled, Drawing Last. Okay. Uh, Danny, would you like to read this poem? Sure. Oh, it's got some wild enjambment here. Um, Sorry, what was that? Wild enjambment. <laughs> enjambment? Enjambment. What's enjambment? The way that a poem lines itself and moves oh, on to the next line. I thought you just invented Whoa, a nonsense cool. word, like the nonsense person you are. <laughs> uh, but it's so wild that I will sound like Shatner if I try to do it that way, but I can if you like. No, no, yeah, it's it done. At last my time is, here I arrived last night. We saw each other from afar. We knew what this was. But we have known there's no escaping any bit. It's so wild, it most certainly is important. Drawing last, you think we need to find last letters of this poem? I'm gonna say perhaps not, based on what I'm actually seeing. That <laughs> immediately starts with T-S-T-W. It's not that likely. At last my time is here, I arrived last night, we saw each other from afar, we knew what this was, but we have known there's no escaping any bit. Any bit at the end is particularly strangely worded, and yet the line spacing is so peculiar. It's got to be important. Yeah, the first line is just like at. two letters. It's just at. Yep. But if it's related to 26 equals Z, not impossible, but I don't know what to do with that without translating every letter into numbers, and that seems wild. Yeah. Matt, tell me what I should be looking for here. I mean, is it 
do we need to count how many letters are on each line or something? Does that seem like a thing? Would that do anything? <laughs> Counting letters on each time. Drawing less. Not impossible. Be a bit annoying because there's a lot of letters and counting letters yeah. is a pain, but not impossible. Uh, it could be words as well. The, that would be A, D. Yeah, those numbers might be too small. E, Nothing yeah. bigger than like four or five. But if it is letters, what would that be? What would it be? Well, at is just two letters, so B. Now give me a second. Last my time is, sounds like 12. The 12th letter is L, so it's plausible. I can tell you the numbers of letters, you, uh, the numbers of letters, and you can translate those numbers <laughs> to letters if you like. Yes, please. Okay. So we've got B, L, another third line, 21. Okay. 5, 19, 15. Three. I think I didn't skip any there. Eleven, nineteen, three. B L twenty one five nineteen fifteen three eleven nineteen three. So what are what are these going to end up at? What's what's twenty one? <laughs> Matt is trying to count. Oh yeah, stop it. <laughs> trying to count. Maybe he's at fifteen. Maybe he's at three. I know Maybe a it's nine or seven. It could be sixteen, fifteen, it's you. twenty. What? Yeah, I know a couple of uh, key letters. Um, I know that M is thirteen, O is fifteen, and T is twenty. So those are my starting points. Ah. I always go P is sixteen for some reason. Interesting. Okay, hmm. so five I also know is E. So far we have spelled blue. Don't know what we've noticed that's blue so far, but that's okay. It's something. 19. I got blue sock SC. Do you think that seems correct? I feel like maybe I've goofed or missed a number that you told me. Yeah, not wrong. Blue socks C. Blue socks C. He's, we know that we've seen his clothes before, so hmm. I guess we look for some blue socks and see if he labels them A, B, and C with, you know, his three blue socks. <laughs> you start looking through all of his socks. They don't seem to be labelled A, B, C or anything like that. But they do all... He's a guy who likes pineapples on his socks. Or he likes a yes, pick, or like stars on his socks. Or okay. They all have different images and shapes on them. Um, Any of them start with C or look like the letter C? Uh, none a of them. Croissant. Well, the bananas probably look a little bit like letter C. And, and yeah. there's one with capybaras on it. I suppose they start with a C, a C. But yeah. There's nothing that matches the letter C. Are they all blue? You get to just the blue section. He has a mm -hmm. lot of socks. Yeah. Uh, and they have all these different designs on them. Um, there's, you know, the, the classic fruits and stars and dinosaurs. There's like, uh, oh, there's one that's all these like whales with little bubbles coming out and, and, and fish and all this other stuff. Um, there's another pair that's a, a bunch of skull and crossbones. And there's another one that's... <laughs> Maybe the whales are fish because they're in the sea. <laughs> they are in the sea. <laughs> the blue sea socks. That's what you look at. <laughs> they no. Okay. You unroll them. <laughs> and a piece of paper spills out. It's the what? other half of page 12. Hey. Oh, that's there is no 12. Thank there you, is Matt. no circle. I was not getting that. There is no circled number 12 on this one. That's already on the page that's in the diary. So it's different from the other pages you found because of that. Right. This other half is covered with a sketch. Mm. It looks like a small section of 
rocky alcove from a bird's eye view. There's there's sure. two jagged lines next to each other running along the middle and the bottom of the sketch. Does this somehow match up with that drawer line? You take it over to the drawer to see if it matches up. You've already noted that the uh, the drawer seems to match the coastline that you can yeah. see below. This little section you found of of a rocky alcove seen from above that that neck the, the line next to it, the jagged line, it matches right up to one of the parts of this section of of the line. Hmm. It seems to slide right into place. Intriguing. So like we can can we put the rest of page twelve and like fit it all together like that? Nothing that seems to help. It just sits on it just this part of page twelve lines up with with one particular section of this drawer's line hmm. and shows a rocky out al- uh, alcove. Should we go out and look at the real rocky alcove and see that what's makes sense. there? You go Maybe out and you fun. look at the real rocky alcove <laughs> line. With the, with the details on that drawing matching up to effectively a map of the coastline, you, you look out at exactly that spot to see if you can spot where the alcove should be. I mean, Captain Feldman mentioned it in one of his notes. Oh, look, you look a little further out on the shore as if where it would appear at a low tide. Oh, of course. He you said lo- that. You look down the shore and you spot it. It's, it's partially covered by water at the moment, but you can see the rocks make up this little alcove poking out. And you also see Captain Feldman. Hey. Oh, boy. He splayed out on those rocks face down. Oh, dear. Hey. Rising up and down every so often when the waves reach over the top of the alcove. Great. Great. Looks like he hasn't been seen because he's been dead. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Someone probably should have checked for that. <laughs> Well, uh, mission accomplished, question mark. <laughs> now, what's left for us to do except use the radio to contact this suspicious, suspicious pirate coast guard? So we still haven't done anything with those interesting drawings. Yeah. What or those... the tuna. The tuna? <laughs> in the, the tuna and the pickles. Oh, I thought you meant the tuna on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wait, why was... Oh. And also, the what, we don't know why there's a fake name, right? No, not really. Except that something was definitely sus. He was like, talking about some very shady dealings and getting away with things. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, I think it's maybe not the worst time to think about what you found out. Mm. It looks like he was dealing with the FBI with recorded confessions. Yes. So is this the sort of place that someone goes to in witness protection? I mean, he does have a new name and... Mm. If I was going to send a witness into protection, putting him in, in a lonely lighthouse tower where no one interacts with him too often is not the worst idea. That sounds terrifying for me. I would want to feel safe as a witness in witness protection, surrounded by too many people. <laughs> That's interesting stuff. And then the uh, Rhode Island evil Coast Guard has been after him in some fashion. Or they're the only ones who are trying to save him and it's the main Coast Guard that we haven't even seen in this entire yeah. adventure that's being quite problematic. Also, a big bluff is related, it has been mentioned. I, I've not written many words down from his diary entries, but the ones that I found important were Alcove and on a separate one on page seven, Big Bluff. So Yeah, I wonder if that's him pretending to be somebody else or if there's an actual big bluff outside we should be looking at. Exactly. She would be looking for a big bluff, or does he look like he's faking death? I think the death is real. Um, it looks like, based on what you found, 
Uh, we're sort of piecing it together. Yeah. He was a witness. Looking back through some of these diary notes, you seem that it looks like he was reporting on the Rhode Island Coast Guard. Mm. Ah. Exposing some kind of corruption or fraud in there. Mm-hmm. And now you think back to the people who sent you on this mission. They seem to be wearing Rhode Island Coast Guard patches, yeah. even though you were in Maine. It, right. They said they'd investigated the light, but the and but it was but they had working. You're not sure if you trust these people anymore, and you don't maybe want to radio them to get you out of here. Certainly not. You don't know what they might do to you if you if they discover that you found Feldman's body, but also a bunch of his old notes and evidence. <laughs> yeah. You might need to find a different way out of here. Intriguing. All right. So it feels like we shouldn't jump off the balcony because it Probably didn't go not. so well for Feldman, but it is a way out. Well, they also did say to radio them for a boat. Yes. There might be someone else you can radio, but it's you don't know impossible. who. So taking a look, things we haven't necessarily used yet. Mm-hmm. It's mostly that big piece of paper that had all the drawings on it. You had those that those five drawings. Lighthouse sailboat, scales with dot, book and right. cassette. And there's one other little thing that you haven't really, that's been noted, but you've never really made any, hasn't been relevant so far. Well, that's upsetting. Mm. <laughs> page numbers? They have been circled quite conspicuously, those page numbers of the ones that you found. I have circled them and we have found five of them. Yeah. That were loose around the room. Is that dot, I... It, is that dot like consistent with frequencies? Like where a dot might be in a frequency that we're trying to you reach? Have this, so you're talking about the dot next to the uh, scale? Yeah, yeah. You have a look in a lot of the frequencies that you might be able to radio are like 297.61 or 352.18, etc., etc. So I'm format glad wise, that makes some sense. We spotted that dot. <laughs> okay, okay. So now we need to go back. So page 135. Six and six, seven. seven. Okay, we need to, I guess, know what they were about again. Yeah, sure. Uh, I will try and find them. It is so six, seven was about the big bluff, but I'll just go in order, shall I? One, three, five, sure. six, seven. All right, number one. So you've you look at that circled page, number one. Feldman seems incredibly calm and hopeful. He mm. goes on and on about his dreams for the future, the peace and freedom he feels up in this lighthouse. A lot of the entries, Feldman's simply appreciating the view. At least someone enjoys being out here. All right. Does that feel like it's just the lighthouse picture? I think so. Okay, fair enough. Okay. All right, page three. So this page has an incredibly cocky tone. Feldman was definitely feeling an abundance of confidence. He talks about the FBI, something written about, something about written confessions and audio tapes, and a, few, and a fellow witness he convinced to talk. All right. Take a seat, Cassette tape feels reasonable. Love yeah. That's the final picture. Okay. Uh, number five. Uh, it seems to be Captain Feldman nervously rambling. You don't know what he's talking about, but there are some mentions of the FBI and the government. He mentions his duty and following the law. For a moment, it gets philosophical, with Feldman discussing the effectiveness of justice and fairness. Interesting. Then it goes into a childlike tantrum with him ranting about it all not being fair. You mentioned the scales being like a justice-y thing, didn't that's you? That's right. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six next, right? Yes. Yep. You can hardly understand anything Feldman is saying. There are way too many mentions of conspiracy theories for your comfort. Every few sentences, he goes off on a tangent and you lose his train of thought pretty quickly. 
There's a lot of talk about boats and radio chatter. This whole page is the written version of the red string clue boards the crazy people have in their basements. All right. Well, that seems helpful enough. Boat. And what would you expect to see in number seven? Book, book. Book. One moment Feldman will ramble about all the new things he needs to learn and how it's all too much. The next moment he talks about how thankful he is. Then he gets nostalgic and lists everything he misses. His books, his dog, etc. Then he goes back to celebrating the success of his big bluff. We did it. We cracked the case. You cracked it. So what's, what are you going to put onto the radio? 165.73. You tune into 16573. You pick up the speaker and you say, hello, hello. Big bluff. Big bluff. <laughs> is anyone there? <laughs> There's a lot of white noise. But you can make out a faint voice responding. KXO983 hears you. What are your coordinates, Captain? No, I'm no captain, you say. I'm Detective Player's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Bluffers Point Lighthouse. Can I get a ride out of here? You explain that your first ride might now be suspects in a murder case. There's a pause, and he seems a bit confused, or maybe you've just startled him, but he agrees. Okay. So nice. you've got a ride off the off the lighthouse and enough evidence collected. But the door's jammed. Yeah, I thought oh, of yeah. that. Well, good. good thing we took apart that bed and we can hit the door with it. We can build what? a ladder to get down the lighthouse. We can build a fire. Oh, can we build a ladder out of bed? Uh, no, but... We can <laughs> kill the beast. Kill the beast. It's not, quite as good. it's not quite good for a battering ramp, but they are long and sturdy and, and somewhat thin. They're slats of a bed. Oh, we can lever with them? You try to lever yeah. with them. You use the We're bed frame to pry open the door... And it flies open easily. You wonder if you were, oh. if you even needed to pry it open, actually. You never really <laughs> tried it. You just looked at it. Uh, maybe you just weren't pulling hard enough. Whatever, it doesn't matter now. You're getting out of here before someone comes looking for you. I was going to use the broken fridge handle. <laughs> for all of the evidence. And you are out of the room. Congratulations. Excellent. Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.